Core Confidence Life. Life. Welcome to the Core Confidence Life Personal Development Podcast. I am your host, Dennis, broadcasting to you right here in New York City. <clears throat> City. A frog in my throat there. All right. You are listening to a personal development podcast. And to find out more about us and listen to back episodes, episodes you may have missed, and more, go to www.coreconfidencelife.com. That's www.coreconfidencelife.com. You can also catch this podcast on places like Apple and Spotify as well. All right. On this program and in Core Confidence Life in general, we discuss topics having to do with astrology, numerology, and self-discovery. Right. So uh, you might want to go back and catch up on a couple of episodes if this is your first time listening. And also, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. If you want the latest in new articles, when alerts about new astrological and numerological classes and presentations are released, and just the latest news about Core Confidence Life, you can go to our website and sign up for the newsletter right there on the front page. Just enter your email and you will get a welcome package a welcome package that has several things in there for you, new subscribers. So, yeah, go ahead and do that and start that journey to self-discovery. All right, on today's program, we have someone who's going by the author name of Soul Coach. And he has a book called uh, Count It All, and we'll be talking more about that book. But we also dive deep into numerology. The Soul Coach is deep knee deep, all the way to the base when it comes to numerology. And so we're going to have a discussion about his book, what inspired his book, and his offering to possibly help you through some coaching of your soul. Um, and we're going to spend a lot of time in numerology. This is part one of our interview, where we spend most of the time talking about the numbers one through nine, your life path number, and how you might be able to coach your soul into a higher vibration via your life path number. Well, how the hell do you find that? We talk about that. Well, what is his book all about? We'll talk about that as well. So after these massages, we'll be back with you talking about the soul coach, coaching your soul, and spiritual numerology all packed into one program, or at least part one of it is anyway. How exciting! Hi, I'm Charlene Bowden, host of the It's Just Us radio show, president and founder of It's Just Us Productions. It's Just Us Productions is a cross-media company that produces radio and TV programs that are heard and seen by national and international audiences. Visit our website at IJUProductions.com, follow us on social media, and tune in on the first and third Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the It's Just Us radio show on the Artist First radio network. What's going on, Mr. Coach? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? Man, I'm blessed. Highly favored. No complaints, man. Having a a blessed week. I finally got off my butt. I wrote this book back in um, 2016 called The Soul Coach Count It All. Uh, you know, it's self-titled, self-debut, but life happened. So, you know, we got a whole lot to talk about in between now and then. But so now I kind of just soft uh, launched it the other day. And, uh, you know, hey, what can I say? It's there. It's here. And it's, it's, it's a great read. Oh, so, so Soul Coach Count It All. So give us a little bit well, first, let's start off with something. Tell us a little bit okay. about you. Who is So Coach? Where do you be coming from? Okay, that's a good question. Uh, so Coach. Well, I'm from Houston, Texas, born and raised, actually, man. Uh, my background is in health and fitness. Uh, I've been a oof, massage therapist and trainer for over 20-some years, greater part of my life. 
I got into uh, this esoteric studies of astrology and numerology, I want to say around like 2013, and I've been just glued to it ever since. And I've always been a humanitarian at heart. So when I discovered this science, I, I found a way to, to really figure out who I was and how to deal with people around me because I've always been an entrepreneur and everybody gets tired of taking losses. So that's what kind of pointed me in that direction. But I mean, once I got into it, it was changing my life, you know, for the better. And it's just been... It's been a roller coaster ever since. So I'm using my knowledge, you know, nowadays to help myself and other people. So how did you guess a good question? It's a good question. A good answer. How did you get into numerology and astrology? What led you there? All right. Now, that's that's a good. That's even a better question. Pain, (laughs) heartache and pain led me into astrology, numerology. Okay, so we'll go back to the beginning. Uh, numerology, I was already into the secret, right? I think I got into that like in 07, 08, 09, somewhere in there. So I was already kind of into my spirituality somewhat. Um, I wasn't meditating yet, but I was kind of knowing about the law of attraction and and all that good stuff. So as I, uh, years go by, around 2012, 13, a lady friend of mine just came to me one day and said, hey, you're number seven. Like, I'm a number seven, what is that? She's like, you're number seven. So it intrigued me. Number seven is the seeker of truth, right? So it's automatically that it, 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 it beat me. If it was a snake, it would have beat me. As they say, I just, I lost myself in, in trying to find out what that was because it represented me. The little things I read online and on YouTube blew my mind. So it was just like a, a, a rabbit hole from then. But the fast forward, uh, 2016, 17, somewhere in there, I dealt with the, uh, I was in a relationship and I dealt with a painful breakup. And at the time, I was kind of learning to row. So I'm kind of well-rounded into all of it. And uh, my lady friend was going to get tarot readings all the time. And uh, money was a little strapped. So that was one of the things that needed to go. I'm like, you know, you, you waste a lot of money, you know, on this esoteric jargon or whatnot. You know, I, we don't need all that right now. Right now, we need to be kind of, you know, staying grounded. So long short, I cut it. And tarot reading turned out to be a turn, put it this way. Uh, they were friends and he didn't like his money being cut. So he started kind of spreading some dark information and it ended up causing my relationship to have a rift. And from that point being that I'm like, a man, I'm an Aries moon and uh, in Vedic astrology, I'm super highly competitive. I had to figure out how he did that. <laughs> so I lost myself in astrology. I, I went to studying and, and, you know, the story goes from there, man, here we are today. And I'm so glad all of that happened, everything. It's not necessarily explained in my book because it all happened right around the time when I said that uh, life happened. But all of that, right here. <laughs> a lot of mm. lessons right there in this book. Mm. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. I've, had a, I've had an interesting ride, man. I've been in the music industry at a high level. I've been in the fitness industry at a high level. So all that, a lot of that stuff is right here and it tells about those lessons I've come about to get me to this point. Mm-mm-mm. Well, yeah, we definitely going to get deeper into the book itself uh, as well. But you also uh, do numerological readings and astrological readings, and I've been present for those. And I mean, you you know your stuff. And I also obviously do astrology, numerology and stuff like that. And you know your stuff. So it's yes, one sir. thing. So it's, it's one thing to learn numerology for yourself. Okay, this is useful. I see the patterns. I see this resonates with me. But what made you want to do readings for others? Because some people just look at this stuff and use it for themselves. Other people go right. more. So what makes you want to do, actually do readings and, and help other people? Well, well, like I said, my background has always been training, massage therapy. So I've always been in the service industry. And uh, I've been in sales. So just uh, learn as I've learned about myself, you know, the way I study, I'm kind of, everything I do, I self, I'm self-taught. I didn't say that part. So I self-taught, my, uh, I self-taught myself all this information for the most part. So people around me would be my test subjects, <laughs> right? So I would just talk to everybody because I'm already dealing with mass amounts of people on a regular basis. So it led me into saying, oh, wow. So I really can make a living doing because I'm already passionate about it. I can literally sit in my living room in my underwear and talk on the phone and change people's lives and make a decent living. So that's what kind of led me into the readings. But the, at the end of the, at the beginning of it all, my thought process has always been motivational speaking and helping people at a mass level. So the readings kind of, it's something, it's like a talent of mine. I'm an intuitive reader. I pull from a different space as opposed to just logic when I'm looking at charts. So can't say I, I can even explain how I do it, but I do it my way because like I'm self-taught. 
Um, but it's all really leading so I can speak on bigger platforms, get to public speaking and, and actually even spreading this type of information and maybe even helping the world transition to, uh, you know, knowing themselves from this perspective. Mm, that's deep, brother. Mm. All right. Yeah. We're so, warmed up. It's just getting warmed up. Yeah. So, yeah. So we talked, we mentioned your book a little earlier, you know, counting, counting all, counting it all. So tell count us, it all. count it all, right? Count it all, right? What's the, yeah, what is this buddy. book about? Like, what is this book about? Yeah. And give us some little history on, on, on this book. Okay. Well, it's a, uh, well, for one, it's an easy read, as you can see. It's a self-help guide to living a more fruitful life. Okay, so I'll read the back insert if you allow me to, and it kind of gives you a little more. All right, it says, Soul Coach is someone that helps you find your passion and purpose that will lead to abundance in life. The soul is who you are. It's a driving motivation that navigates you to a certain direction. The soul is the manifestation tool that drives everything to you. If you lose your soul or sell your soul, you won't truly be who you were born to be. My desire is to coach people on every facet of life, mental, spiritual, health, because that's what it takes. I developed, I developed a 360-degree human being that is fully complete and striving to become per perfect in every area possible. I provide guidance to cultivate the soul of the human being, and this book is just the beginning. So that's a pretty, uh, that's a, a brief little, little insert of what this book does and what it's about. It's about helping people cultivate uh, themselves as a whole and find out who they are and understand what life is really all about and why they're here from jump. You know, life, earth is a school. We all put it and learn different lessons. So this book pretty much is a, is a, it's a guide from my perspective, from my life. It's events that happened with me. that kind of led me to understanding what and who I really am. And I feel that so how I taught myself. I learned, I learned about myself through learning about other people. I always, you know, it's not, they say comparison is the, is the thief of joy. Absolutely. But when you look at it, abstractly or from an objective perspective instead of being subjective don't allow jealousy and none of that to get in the way you know you start studying people okay why is this man great why is this man not great right you know you start to kind of you can put yourself in those situations kind of study yourself and the numbers tell it all everybody has a number pattern so i know my number pattern right and it's gonna some people is going to kind of be similar some people gonna be totally different and just kind of looking at all these different examples help you kind of you know find out and understand who you are and even why you're here that helps with depression. That helps with, I mean, you know the numerology. You say, I ain't got to go and all that. So you get it. That's what we're doing. That's what this book would do for anybody who uh, takes it serious and picks it up and reads it. So when someone picks up this book and takes it seriously, um, uh -huh. what, could, what, what benefits could they expect? Give me some specific benefits that you feel someone will walk away. Like maybe like maybe one or two benefits, two benefits. Like what's uh, the thing okay. that they can get out of that book? Well, they they automatically start to understand the uh, one of the laws that I, I don't know if it's law, but it's it's one of my rules I go by is understanding forward. I got the the word forward in different like art forms around my house. No matter what happens to you, forward is always the answer. That's one of the lessons you're gonna get in this book. If you sit and wallow in your self pity, it is what it is. It's never gonna change. You know, the books helps you take accountability, responsibility, and accountability are the two most important aspects of anybody's life. You must be responsible. For every for responsible how you react to anything that happens to you. You can't control what happens, but you can control how you respond. And you must remain accountable, meaning, you know, if it requires you to be vulnerable in that moment, that's what it is. But be accountable for anything that happens to you. In this book, I got a chapter titled uh, Mistakes and Mustakes, right? It's kind of like about faded events. Like faded events is what you speak on yourself. You speak it into existence, this becomes faded. But the destiny in itself is the, is the uh, you know, multitude of, of all of that the stuff you've been saying so the mistakes are the things that you know better right you 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 keep doing it over and over you just know better right these are mistakes that you need to learn how not to make and then you got mistakes these are the things that you know maybe happened to when you were a child right and it just seems unfair well that's why you signed up to come down here maybe just so you can make it through that lesson and understand how to deal with it and maybe even teach somebody else how to deal with something like that that happened to them so this book these are the things you're going to take away from. It's going to help you stop waddling yourself pity. And since I'm the, <clears throat> I go by the soul coach, I'm kind of a, you know, athleticism and all that is part of my background. So it goes into the way I speak. Stop being a little bitch, basically. It's going to help you doing all of that. It's going to help you uh, wrap your mind around the fact that you came in here by yourself. You're going to leave by yourself. You are here with the collective to help everyone, obviously. 
but it's self-work that must be done. And that's how you uh, become holistic. And that's how you complete uh, yourself so you can actually be healthy in a relationship. You know, so that's, these are just, I know I went long on it, but that's, these are some of the lessons that you definitely will take away from uh, reading this book. Well, we like it long here. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is a long yeah. form show. We like it long. So yeah, uh, <laughs> absolutely. And so I like that the whole distinction, mistakes and mustakes, right? So mm-hmm. the mistakes keep doing the same things over and over that you know don't work. So why do you do that? And I was just right. speaking about that earlier today. So when we do things over and over again, and we don't know why we're doing it, we're, we're doing it because maybe there's a, a void or a thing we haven't healed or an issue we haven't addressed. You know, mm-hmm. if we keep doing things over and over. And as far as the mistakes, stuff that happened as a child, learning how to heal and cope with that and not bring that baggage from relationship to relationship or to, to job to job or whatever. So mm-hmm. I think that's an excellent breakdown of, of those two versions of that. And how you go into assisting people with coming to terms with with these things, right? So, Absolutely. And, yep. And that's what I try to do in my readings as well. That's what they're really about. It's about pulling forth those, those that dark space in you and make you think about it. Because at the end of the day, it's all it's all philosophical, you know, psychological, philosophical jargon that we we doing. It's all, but it's meant to to pull something out of you. And all information is not something you have to discover. It's already in. you just got to you have to pull it out. You have to remember who you are. So, you know, you have keywords, key tones, you know, it's a lot of, when you hear certain stuff as a person and, and it resonates with your soul and your soul starts to unfold, <laughs> starts to do things, start to talk to you in a different way. So that's what uh, a lot of the information in my readings, as well as this book, because I wrote this book from a space mentally that I do my readings from. I'm an intuitive reader. So a lot of people say, Hey man, I got a reading from you. It's the best thing I ever heard. Yada, yada, yada. It changed my life. But hey, could you tell me that again? Or could you? Let me tell you something. If I could tell you what I told you, it wasn't a good reading. I wouldn't because it, it came. That means it came from a logical space. Um, so the space that I pulled from doing those readings, like I said, same space. You're going to get the information out of this book. So then as I know, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> a little esoteric. Uh, yes. Esotericism. Yeah, but let, let's say let's say if I was just um, somebody because you said, you know, this will help stop you being a little bitch. Right. So what if I came mm-hmm. to you and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a young man, you know, that, you know, I'm you know, whatever, how 20, 21 years old, which I'm not. But I'll okay. go, Mr. Soul Coach, um, I'm, I, you know, I, I want to know. I look up to you a whole lot. I saw your book. Um, mm-hmm. How could I stop being a little bitch? What's the first thing that I do? First thing you do is find out who you are, because what if it is the thing that. Everybody, some people are put here to be warriors. Some people, when I say warrior, warrior constitutes athletes. When you think of warrior, think about the Coliseum, the Rome, like when they, those are warriors, but at the same time, athletes. So you, athlete, that's martial. So you're going to be that type of, of construct. You may be a, uh, you know, some type of nurturer. You know what I mean? Like, but here's the kicker. Like all these different personality traits are, everybody has them, but they are pronounced in different places. So what if you are, uh, a warrior mentality, but everything around you says you're a nurturer. Like myself, like I'm a cancer, but I got so much Martian energy, it's crazy. So uh, that means that what type of warrior am I? I'm a warrior for truth. It's more of a spiritual warrior. So that that heals me because if you read this book, you go back and you'll say, okay, traumatic childhood, you know, a little bullying going on, a little this, a little that. Well, it, it's now you see, okay, well, the, the power, not even power, but the, the intensity that, that masculine intensity that I do possess was stored in a certain place. And, and with that type of understanding, you just know who you are. It helps you deal with your everything. All of the incidents that happen throughout your life, all the times you've been passive, all the times you're a little overly aggressive, whatever the case it may be, it'll help you get a, a hold on and understanding why you are the way you are. And it's not a bad or a good thing because, you know, it is what it is. But the whole purpose of knowing who you are is so you can ascend your chart, meaning you, you know, nothing is, is set in stone. We all have free will. So if you got blocks and there's something you can't show, you're constantly doing the same thing over and over, making the same mistake, right? That's the mistake, mistake. That's called insanity. You can, like, literally change that. So that's how I would help them. I would just tell them, basically, man, what's your birthday? Okay, yeah, your life have five, four, whatever it is. And we just go over that. So now you look at how has your life been? Has it been in alignment with who you are? 
And more than likely, if he's feeling some kind of way and he's depressed and he's going to say no, <laughs> right? So easy fix. You know, and even if that's not the case, it'll be somewhere in that chart where the imbalance is. It's really not hard to find. But that's so, how we we'll go about it. That's cool. That's cool. So, right, so getting your book and then maybe understanding more about your numerology chart and your life path number, you're know, putting those things together, starting to put together an understanding of who you are. That That's what's up. Mm-hmm. So um, being that you brought up life path numbers, uh, for mm-hmm. those who may be listening to this for the first time or whatever, because we we all over whatever. So uh, what how do you get to your life path number and you know, well, let's start there. How do you get to your life path number? Well, what is that? What's a life path number, right? Mr. Coach? You're confusing me. I know, right? I, I love this question too. It's a common one. Well, I tell people like this. You know, you got this on this just on the life path the number alone. We can say that's let's just say that's the most important number because arguably it is. That's not who you are, all right? By no means that is not who you are. However, that is the flow of energy that carries you throughout your entire life. So we all know environment is very important to anybody. You you start to become what you're around the most. The five people you're around the most is typically how your life is going to go, right? You're around five poor, impoverished people. You can look to be the sixth one. You're around five millionaires. You can look to be the sixth one. That's kind of how it works. So um, your life path, the way you get it, since we know now it's the flow of energy, you take from right to left, you add the year of your birth, then you add the day, and then you add the month. And you'll get that number. And that number is going to give you a, a, a guide, a guide on how to move, right? And, and uh, once you know how to move, you know, then you, obviously you keep going because your name is who you are. Your name is the characteristics of who you are. You find out what that number is, right? So now you say, okay, I know which direction I'm headed and how I'm headed. Now let's find out who I am and how I move, how I handle things. So once you find out all this information, bingo. Now you can move how you choose. And see, and then this is crazy. Um, I like to bring this up, even though you didn't ask me this question. Let's say you have a life path and something material. You have six or eight, money, 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 right? Money, luxury. And uh, some people will be like, okay, well, this person on his mind is what they want. They see themselves successful because this is what they have. They have this millionaire lifestyle. Then you may have somebody who is a seven or a nine or, or something like that, right? Who it's not about money. Even though, don't get me wrong, they understand it and they know that they got to have it, but they know their life path isn't about it. So the focus isn't there. So some people, they, their goals and dreams and aspirations of what they want for themselves is totally different. So this is how, you know, you can, like myself, I'm a, I'm a money person, right? I got a lot of Taurus and Venus energy, Taurus and Libra, right? So in eights and sixes. So my view of success is, is kind of holistic. I got to have it all. I got to be physically in shape. I got to be mentally in shape, spiritually. My bank account has to match. Some people, like as I say, it could be a different number. And they will say, okay, as long as I spiritually, you know, happy and, and have this family, then life is complete. And that's right for them. There's no wrong answer. That's what's going to make them vibrate at the highest of, of, you know, possible rate for them. And they'll be happy with that. So that's why it's important to find out who you are. We all are different. Not the, We all are the same. I'm sorry. We all are equal. <laughs> However, not the same. We are equal because we both, we all bleed red. We all, are, life is important, but we're not the same. You have your path, I have mine. And that's what all this is about. And that's what a lot of the confusion is about, why the world is the way it is, because nobody really knows who they are. You know, that's my draw. Go ahead. Yeah, no one knows who they are, and everyone thinks that they're supposed to be traveling someone else's path. So you've got one of the things I don't like. Now, we're going to get into the individual numbers in a second, but one of the things I don't like, um, you know, me being in the the men's coaching field for a while, uh, and I think think a lot of things are like this. It's just that this is the stuff I've seen is that, they people come up with solutions and maybe they mean well, but they kind of approach people like this is a solution for your problems. And every man has to do these things and every man has to do that thing. And every man should stay away from this and every man should do more of that. Uh, no, because every man has a different path. Like Ooh. just they're, they're just a different for some people. This will resonate for other people that will resonate for some people. This is a solution. The other people it's not a solution. So. It's, if you get to learn numerology and understand what the basics, at least the basics of the numbers are and get into there, you'll see your own path that you are designed to take, not what some um, overly moralistic Victorian style coach tells you to do. Um, right. <laughs> it's, it's about it's about you. Uh, so I want to go just because we're talking about the numbers 
just give people a basic idea. Uh, now I know you can go on for thousands of hours with this, and so could I. <laughs> but try to right. try to try to be like a little 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 midwinded a little bit there on the basics of the numbers. You know, like what what's a one about? What's a two about? You know, just in okay. real brief, so people can get kind of a a bit gotcha. of a grasp. Gotcha. So you got your one energy. That's your leader. That's your pioneer, right? Uh, you got your two. That's your helpmate. That's that's uh, it's more about being a diplomat more of being the, the listener as opposed to one being the leader and the speaker two is the the one that does all the work in the background right it's really one that knows everything it's the wisdom it's the the feminine energy the moon one is the sun so then you got three expression communication jupiter right it's all about making sure you experience life and travel and all that good stuff four is the square it's all about building it's about being honest and upright Make it, and it's about the family unit, right? It's all about being really serious and, and getting something logically done this time around, being practical. Five is the number of change. It's all about, uh, just think, when you go from four, that's working all the time. Five is experiencing change and having fun. Hedonism, they got to watch uh, overly doing things. So if you add one through nine, look at one through nine, five, smack in the middle, right? So five is a very blessed number to have. Mercury. Six is Venus. It's all love and money, right? Love and money in that order. It's all about, you think, Taurus and Libra. So, it's all about possessions, luxury, um, and it's all about partnership, relationships, and family, and responsibility. Uh, number seven is the spiritual uh, seeker of truth. It's all about the self, self-observation, self-study. Kind of like a one, but a little different. It's all about the, uh, not the expressive, right? It's internal. It's an internal energy that has everything to do between, but your relationship and your higher self, or we can call it God. Number eight, it's, a, it's an earth number, it's all business. It's money, then love. Six was love and money. Eight is money, then love. Saturn. It's all about putting the work in. It's karma. What you is you reap what you sow. You plant an apple, you're not going to get an orange. You're going to get an apple. So eight is all about what have you done with your life. If you put the work in, it's guaranteed to give you success, money, power, all of that good stuff. But you have to put the work in. If you don't, it'll punish you. Number nine, the humanitarian, the great finisher. It's all about endings. Right. Anything nine touches is all about separation. Uh, it's a humanitarian energy and ah, war. That's what I'm looking for. It's Mars. So nine brings endings, but it's not a bad thing because it's all about getting rid of things that no longer serve. Right. If you don't need it no more, you need to get rid of it. So it, it's, it's the ultimate counselor, mentalist. And that's my draw on the numbers, man. A little quick rundown. There you go. So now when you do your when you add up your birthday, you often not often, but sometimes you come up with some things that are called master numbers. Now, okay. I, I believe that every um, repeating number, like 11, 22, 33, I think they're all master numbers, even up through 66, 77, 88, 99. But you're not going to find those parts until you go to your expression part, which is your name. But when on your birthday, sticking with that, um, you're most likely going to find 11, 22, or 33. Those seem to be the most common ones. You can get a 44, but most people mm-hmm. who end up with master numbers through their birthday end up with 11, 22, or 33. So what, what are those numbers? What, what, what's up with that? Well, 11, 11, okay, I'm glad you asked that. The master numbers are, these are energies that have to do what they have to do, right? You got the, the I look at them as superheroes for the most part. Now, this because, don't get in your ego if you have one because it, you have to do this, right? It's not something where if you don't do it, your health suffers, your life suffers um, because you have that much power. You got two numbers equating to a single digit, so you have to add it all up. So it means you got multiple uh, jobs to do. You have to master the top number with, let's say, 11 in itself. So the one, as well as you add them up, you get a two. So then that's the master illuminator, the master teacher. That's the one that really understands crisis. Because they go through so much shit throughout their lifetime so they can come back and teach other people. But here's the thing. All master numbers walk with something that's never been before. They get an extra boost of health. Because when they choose to come down here, we're talking about on the life path. When they choose to come down here, right, they heard the call. Right now, the times that we're in this Aquarian age, we're experiencing a shift, 2,600-year 20, shift. It's a lot of master numbers down here because so much work to be done. We're in transition. So the 11 is the one that that lights the path for everybody else, right? The 22 is the master builder. It's very, very difficult energy to deal with because you got the, the moon, which is number two, is emotionally chaotic, but it creates the four, which is very honest and stable and, and logical. So uh, before I go further in the master numbers, most people, the thing is you have to live up to it, right? You have to 
raise your number high enough to where you're actually acting in that 22 as opposed to just being an overly practical four. All right, so if you're not, then the shadow sides will play out. Two have a tendency to lie a lot. All right, they do all kind of manipulative stuff when they ain't balanced right. But if they vibrating right, the master builder is the one that can change the world through uh, connections. And I call this person and connect them with that person. They build them with no hands. So that's what the moon would do for you. Then you got the 33. That's the Jesus number, the Jacob's ladder, right? This is one of the hardest master numbers to attain because it deals with self-sacrifice and accepting apologies you just ain't going to never get. You got it. And, and all of the master numbers, remember, it's greater than you. It has to be about humanity. So this is what makes it difficult where if you, let's say you were a seven or something, yeah, it's a spiritual number, but it's all about me. I, if I'm a seven, I don't got to help humanity. But if I'm a 33, not only do I have to put the spiritual work in for me, I have to help other people find out that they can do the same works that I did. Hence the Jesus vibration over it. And the 44, oh man, that's the Hitler. <laughs> Even though he's 22, but that vibration, this thing four is logical, logical. It's all about, hey, either it makes sense or it don't. Two plus two will always be four in the four's mind. And then you got an eight, right? Making an eight. Oh my God, eight is worse. <laughs> Saturn is the same concept. So this person, just to give you an example, you know, business-wise, they're not going to own a small company. They'll own Google. They'll own goddamn Coca-Cola. And they'll be the type to say, you know what? The world is out of balance. We got too many people in the world. It's a billion people. We need 100 million. Let's just push the button and get rid of them. This is a 44. This is a very hard number to deal with. But it's not about being bad or good. It's about making it make sense and doing the thing that makes sense logically and materially for humanity. Very tough job to have. That's why it's not a lot of them. So that's my drawing nose, uh, Dennis. And you're right. It goes to 55, 66. But the thing is, the higher the vibration, the harder to work. Most people don't. You're not... I'm not saying what you're not going to do. Most people won't attain the vibration of it because it's the higher the number. This is my perspective on numerology. Now, I, I call it getting to those wisdom numbers. When you start getting them seven, eights, and nines, yeah, you people, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a whole lot to deal with. So, you know, you if you are privy to have a master number this time around, you know, you're a special person. Give yourself a little extra time and patience to do everything. And just know that, you know, you're going to be all right as long as you have faith and belief. You know, they all got that that higher vibration of those Uranian, Neptunian energies. So that's my take on them. Uh, oh, that was great, man. That, that was great. And, um, you know, I definitely see what you see when it comes to the 33. I've met a couple of 33s in my life. And, yeah, it does. Yeah, they're different than 11 and 22s. It just seems like it's harder <laughs> for them to. Now, I know it's hard for an 11 because I got an 11 in my birth date. So I, yeah, I and that, that's that's the spirit gift inner type of thing. So that drive is internal that needs to be expressed. So um, I understand the it, eleven energy, but that thirty three, it, it just seems that people struggle with that thirty three. And the, yeah, it's the just think the six you put on a piece of paper is the pregnant woman, right? And it's it's very idealistic. It knows what it knows, right? And it, and it's and it loves and it cares and it wants to love you so much and wants to help you fix yourself. Well, the 33 is doing that with everybody, humanity. So just imagine person after person stepping on you. You try to help them, but they just mess you over. And you still try to help them anyway. I forgive you for messing me over. And you said, that's the path of a 33. And you say, that's crazy. You shouldn't do that. But for a 33, it's not. That's their path. That's what they're supposed to do. <laughs> Here's the kicker. It depends on where it is in your chart. Like, obviously, if it's your life path, it will be, to me, the most difficult placement. But you got to do it. Right. If it's on your soul number, that means it drives you. It motivates you. You, you. you have to do it. If it's on your 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 destiny number, you'll be known for it. Right. But I have a 33 on my attitude number. It's the way I see things. So it's something I've had to deal with throughout my entire life. You know, as you the attitude numbers, that's the childhood. thing. So coming up, as you would read in my book, I've always been somebody that's always been a humanitarian trying to help people with the knowledge and wisdom I gained through whatever it may be. Right. And when you're out of balance, and you know, all kids are out of balance because they're still learning how to be them. You know, you watch the first Superman and he, he's, you know, his dad's like, Clark, you got to you gotta meditate, you got to hone your power. He's all over the place. Dad, I'm going crazy. Well, it's like that. When you got a lot of massive numbers, obviously, I'm going a little over the top with the superhero stuff. But it's the same concept. You know, you got, you'll have autism issues. You have all these medical health issues that you would think you need a pill to solve. But in actuality, you need to learn your, who you are. You need to learn how to uh, to put that energy into proper in its proper place. You got to heal yourself through your diet, through your meditation, through your, how you entertain. So there's so many ways that you go about doing this, but that's what all this is about. I and mean, this type of talk with like 
if I go even deeper, then we have to watch them shutting your channel down because this will rival the pharmaceutical industry. Like it's, it, it, it gets so deep. Like it's this, this information is really life changing and healing. Um, just knowing who you are because there's nothing that God put on this planet that's bad or good. It's all about what you choose to do with it. And the body wants to heal itself from, you know, it's always healing itself. And it's all about do you believe it or not? And are you helping it heal itself? So I know I'm going off on a tangent, man. But yeah, you're preaching. Numerology does this for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I see that. It definitely um, yeah. definitely gets you up. There. And I'm with you, too, which is why we're doing this. Yeah. This is why I brought you yes, on here, sir. because, you know, like I said, I know I know how you read. Uh, and we've done readings together in groups. So I, I already know what it is. And I think I think yes, it's sir. great. Uh, so I wanted people to leave here with an understanding of we talked about how you get your life path number. And that's like the that that's what your main path is. It's sort of like the road that's set out for you. Um, and other sometimes you don't always resonate with your life path number. There's reasons for that. One of the reasons could be your birth date number. So right. I want to know from you, which I don't know, but I want to know from you to tell our audience What's the difference between your life path number and your birth date number as far as the effect of it? Okay, well, I, I look at it like this. I call it your birth date number is your gift number, right? It's like a short, it's not short, but it's a, it's a shorter transit, uh, it's transitory energy as opposed to your life path into your whole life where your gift number is here for like 30 years, whatever, X amount of years. So it's something that you came in here already knowing. Right. But these little short experience, short phase of your life, these experiences are going to bring it out of you where you kind of be able to hone in on it. And it's supposed to help you kind of deal with your life path. Right. It's supposed to give you I call it it's part of your tool belt. I don't know if I'm, uh, how you explain this. I call it like part of your tool belt. And it's the wisdom and information you'll be able to use to help you throughout your life path. So it is your, your gift number. It is a part of who you are for sure. And it develops relatively fast as opposed to your life path number because your life path is supposed to take you a lifetime to get because that's what your life is about this time. That just maybe maybe even something you brought back from a past situation, a past life that's just inertly inside of you and you just got to remember, you got to, I call idukare, means to draw out. It's an African term. So, you know, that number in itself is supposed to help you deal with it all. So, what's your, I'm curious here, what's your take on that, uh, Dan? Uh, you know, I, I think that um, the birth date number, I, I, do, I do agree with you that it, it's a gift number. I also look at it as kind of your essence, what's inside of you, the spirit number, the gift number, right. um, just kind of your in, intuition. Like it's sort of like I think of it kind of like, an, like a moon in astrology. It's like the inside mm -hmm. of you, the essence of you. And also, right. I think that that number is constantly trying to express itself because that's the main you. But what I find is that people sometimes resonate more with that number, the birth date number, because from the readings I've given, when the birth date number and the life path number are, aren't really compatible, there's a bit of a conflict going on in their life with how they, what, what they want inside versus what their life path number is doing. And so when there's an incompatibility there, there seems to be problems with expressing who you really are or outside forces I'm trying to keep you in a box. So, for example, um, there was a, a, somebody got a reading and their birth date number was one, but their life path number was four. And so mm. they, they were complaining that in their life, people have always expected them to act a certain way. I got to be responsible. I got to do this. I got to do that. But really, I just, sometimes I just want to let loose. Sometimes I feel like I want to blow up. I don't always want to have to be composed. So mm. that one was having a hard time reconciling its expression through the life path four. So it caused a bit of a conflict with him because um, one is the is the father energy anyway. So it actually turned out that he had conflicts mainly with his father. With his father, yeah. It doesn't yeah. sound like it. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. So that one was trying to make its way because that's his essence. But the four was the life path. So he had he needed to learn how to get his essence to cooperate with that life path, which that's a difficult pairing with one and four and so yes I, of course by extension i do think that the birth date number is active your whole life however i do think that as you get older maybe after your saturn return or after some of the stuff in your late 30s with the with the uh, midlife crisis placements i think yeah, you can learn how to deal with it and the things get easier as you get older 
So right. I, I don't necessarily think that your birth date number fades. I think you're better at managing it as you get mature. Right, right. No, no, absolutely. We, we saying the same thing. That's kind of how I feel. And as you get older, right, let's say the year you're born, I call it your greater years. Like, uh, your life path is in flow, but that number kind of picks up, right? So it, it, you're right. You get a little extra help. And that's like a – and if that number coincides with the path and all that, you really got it made, right? But definitely that the way you explain the gift and the path, I see that. That makes a lot of sense. It's kind of the same way I, you explained it different, but that's kind of where I view it too. Especially with that, you gave the example, the guy had a four, four uh, represents a square, <laughs> square and a one. So, yeah, definitely. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you have to grow into your life path, too. So it's not just if you're a life path four, it's not that you have everything under control in four categories. You have to grow into adapting to that life path four. you know. So right. but you but like you said, that gift, that one in this example, that's already you. You've already been given these things, but now you have to express these things through your life path. Right, right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, I, dude, I love talking. It's like every time we buy, man, I, you, you can, you'll say something. I can find like, hmm. And I get a whole nother set of thoughts on a whole different part of my brain going on, man. We definitely got to get together and do some, some rooms and <laughs> clubhouse, man. Yeah. Sure. yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, I got, I got a birth date 11. Um, mm -hmm. And if you do it the uh, karmic year way, which is add the whole numbers together as they are, 12, 11, 77, 1977, you get like a, a, a two. Well, you get a 2000, which is a two. So right. a life path two, but my birth date is an 11, which is a higher vibration of two. It's a master number. So they kind of help each other out in a way. You know, they reinforce. Each other out a whole lot. Yeah, they, like they a mutual reception. Yeah, it's a mutual reception. It's, a, it's that two and the 11. So it's, I got both octaves of it. Um, it doesn't sound as fun as it may sound because, you know, everyone wants, oh, you have a master number. Oh, I'm like, you don't want it. <laughs> Trust me, I get it. <laughs> and you and that 11, it, the, that 11 is the most common one, but it, it's that one, two balance. Yeah. The See, masculine versus crazy. the feminine, the assertive versus the passive, the initiative versus the compromising. Now, get this. I, I was just doing some because I'm doing a, a talk later on master numbers on Clubhouse. I was thinking to myself and I thought about it, how why 11 could be the, the toughest one. So I'm going to give you just a little how my brain was working. So you got the 11, right? That's the, that's a fire. That's the sun. The one is the sun. That's fire energy. And then you got two is water energy, right? So you got two, two ones, two fires creating water, right? Fire and water, that's two psychic energies. That's very highly sensitive. It's, it's not really a, a match, right? Then you got the 22. That's water, water creating, um, Four is what we could say that's air. I've heard so many people call it different. The four is the most misunderstood number to me because I, I, even I call it Rahu sometimes or Uranus. But you got these twos, these emotional twos creating um, the four, which is supposed to be stability, logical, right? So this is chaotic. The two is chaotic. So how does somebody have, somebody has to really hone in how to uh, emotionally, uh, become emotionally sound with a 22? Very difficult to do, right? And then you got the 33, that's Jupiter, that's fire creating earth. You know, that's lava. Two, uh, and Jupiter wants to express and, and, you know, the three wants to express itself and go, 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 where the six is kind of, you know, wants to, well, it expresses itself too, but it's more idealistic. It's more about the, the, the actual money and three is about the experience in itself. But they still kind of, they kind of, and Jupiter and Venus are two beneficent planets. <laughs> The, sun, the 11 in itself, though, the sun and the moon, the sun, depending on how you look at it, it's, a, it's not necessarily a benefit. It's not a malefic either. It's, it's a, I forget the word they call it, but the 11 is a harder job because it's, it's, it's two, um, it's two egos creating, you know, intuition, creating the moon. If you look at it, it's two, the one is stiff and the two is fluid. And the objective is to, is to become like solid and sound in your ego and what you believe, but at the same time, shift back and forth to be the listener as well as the, the domineering, you know, force. So the 11 is a, it's, it's kind of the most challenging one because it's the one that really has to get it done. It's like kind of have to damn near bully people to get it done. You know, what two can manipulate, three, three is, we talked about the 33 already. That's shit. I don't know. All of them had their own different challenges is what I'm, what I'm saying. The 11 is to me is a little bit, we have more 11s down here than anything because the job is more direct. It's a little bit more stiffer. 
Does that make sense what I'm trying to say, man? I'm probably all over the place. Well, no, I know, I know it does because you know you were talking about um the eleven and the two, right? That balance, Ooh. that fire water balance. Yeah. And it's, it that that is real, real tough <laughs> because you know, yeah. just now it's in my birth date, which is you know, probably a little easier because it's more it's more intuitive to me than maybe it would be for a life path eleven. Um, but mm. it, it it has the same effect, and I'm a two, so it's got the same mm. effect going on. So um, you know, our president is a two, man. Joe you, Biden, that's a politician number, brother. <laughs> I told yeah, you. well, you know, twos, <laughs> you know, and and you know, other people are twos who they sometimes want to make elevens. But let me ask you a question. Yeah. Speaking of that, speaking of before I go on my rant about that, yeah. what is your philosophy about how you add the birthday up? Okay, well, right to left, and the way the, the way I look at it. You add it right to left, and if you get a master number, uh, every way you look at it, meaning keep it whole or uh, keep it single, then that's a real master number. But if you add it right to left multiple ways, you know, that each way that you can, and you don't get that master number each time, then you're, you're not really a master number. So, and it's important that, that uh, it's done that way because that's how you know, you know. So I heard people, actually, I was on Clubhouse yesterday, and somebody, oh, you can add it up three different ways. I'm like, no, you can't. Uh, it's a, if you pay attention in the rest of the world everything is right to left they take the they'll say you were born 1985 the 20th of may right but in the west we'll say you were born may the 20th of 1985 so but we're the only people in the entire world that does that you ask yourself a question why is that there's it's purpose in it but we are uh we acting real uranium right now <laughs> we wobbling on our side where everybody else is doing what they do if that makes sense so Right to left is is the way I add it up, just to be uh, just be for sure. Okay, cool. Um, I actually think that all ways that you add up the numbers are valid because we're still dealing with the same numbers. So, for example, if no matter how you add those numbers up, the base number is going to be the same. You can right. take the, the same birthday, add it all these. There's actually like four or five different ways to add it up, actually, not just three. Mm -hmm. But if you do all those ways, you're still going to end up in your case with a seven. Right. So right. That, that's the idea. I do. Well, think, I do think that there are two ways that I find the most effective to to add the numbers. Number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, I do think the whole numbers, the numbers you get uh, before you get to the base number. And all these different ways you added, I think all those double digit numbers has a role in your life. Mm -hmm. So, so for example, I agree. The, the different ways I've added my numbers up, like the different ways I get 20, 29, 47, 2000. All right. Mm -hmm. I look at that as my life path stack. All of those numbers, I got them from the same birthday. And so all of those numbers play some sort of a role in my life, mm -hmm. you know? So it so just that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I look at that like Vedic. Let's say I was doing a, a chart, Vedic, and what? Like you're right. All of the numbers do do comprise and do play a part. I look at it that way too. But when I explain it, just to don't confuse nobody. That's kind of like a how can I put it? what you just said is a trick. I kind of keep to myself that I, I will uh, do because okay, yeah. it is it is a lot. It's a lot to do. It with is. That you're way. right. But it is. to simplify to simplify, I always do it uh, right to left because if now that master number is a real deal. You either a master number or you're not. Now you can add it up a million ways. If it's not adding up to that master number like that, that means that that's not truly what that is. But that base number is real. Yeah. That never changes. Now that's how I look at it. I will add it up all of those ways. And I'll even read the master number in there, but I'll know that this person, they may experience bouts in their life, but this is not truly what this mm -hmm. is. They don't have to live up to that. They may have that anxiety that comes with that, right? But they will have to, uh, they'll be able to do it. Let's just put it that way. They're a little luckier than somebody who is set in stone. Bam! You got to do it. If that man, that's how. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Like I'm, this type of knowledge is I'm esoteric, so it's, it's kind of yeah. one of them things where there's no wrong answer, no wrong way to eat a reason. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, so. Yeah, I didn't mean to get all complex. I didn't mean to get all complex <laughs> on the audience there. I'm like, oh, there's five different ways and blah blah, and I start throwing out all these, you know, lottery no, right, numbers though. and shit. <laughs> you, you, you are, look, you absolutely right. You sound like me. I, I, I break it down from the rooter to the tooth. I get real Virgo with it, man, in the same ways, but. Uh, when I'm doing my, that's if I'm doing a reading, right? If I'm really taking the time doing it, but if we just, you know, it's just, yeah. it's on the fly. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm always, you. I'm personally going to add it right to left. Okay. Now, now I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely with you. And I, I, um, 
I do it similarly. I do. I find myself doing those two ways. I told you, whereas you add the month, day and year as the whole numbers as they're presented. Um, I also do. And I call that the karmic year number because the year you get to before you reduce it tends to be a karmic year in your life in one way, Mm -hmm. shape or form. Um, I also do it the three phase way where I didn't even know that. Look, I'm going to have to hit you later and be like, what you said about that karmic year number? Yeah. Okay. okay. uh, Yeah. The the, the three phase uh, way of of, uh, doing it where you reduce all three parts of your birthday to the single digits and add them up, except they're a massive number and add them up Mm -hmm. because those three phases are three broad phases of your life. Your month, day and year are reduced to a base number is the three large phases in your life. There's other ones, but those are the three major ones. So you add Mm -hmm. the three major ones together, you get your life path. So I do it both Mm -hmm. ways. Yeah, that's what I, when I was earlier, the, the three major phases, the third one was what I was speaking on. Yeah. The, part of the life path. I, was, like, I call it your radius. It's after your second Saturn return. Mm-hmm. Like you get that influx of energy or whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, and so, some people, everybody, okay, so this is how I do it. I'm going to throw this out there. So you got your attitude number and you got your month. I, I look at this as a first life path, right? I'm looking at this. Somebody all the way to their first Saturn return. At least this is the main. Even though that life path is there, you got to deal with this. And if this ain't healed, it's going to cause problems. The gift number is the bridge. I look at it like it's in play the whole time. As you said, it's really there your entire life. But it's something you you really already know. But life is going to give you these experiences up until a certain point where they kind of taper off a little bit because you get the lesson, but you have the you have the knowledge, right? And then, you know, as I say, your life path is going the entire time. As you get older, that second Saturn return, all these knowledge and lessons you gain throughout the earlier path, if you pass the lesson, are supposed to support and help you throughout your 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 last life path, which is the year you're born. You just add up, like, mine was born in 81, so it's a one. The last year you're born, and that's kind of going to tell, uh, theme out how your life plays out as you get older. And you can kind of look at it and kind of, you know, put your intuition on it. And, and do the read like that. That's that's how I read it. And even the attitude number, I want to ask you, like I'm born June 27th. So I get six plus 27 is 33. That's a massive number. Automatically, anything I've ever read, they automatically reduce it down. When I do the readings, I keep them both. Like I said, I, I read them both. I will read that massive number and I'll also read the single digit and I'll, you know, I'll flavor them both together. What's your take on the attitude number as far as it being a massive number? Um, I, I look at the attitude number as both the single and the whole, regardless on whether it's a massive number or not. So right. for me, um, December 11th, that's a five, but it's a 23, five. Um, and so, and okay. I remember, and I remember when into, I went, I went, I spoke to somebody and we were talking about attitude numbers, which, you know, for the audience, it's your month plus your birth date, your you know, day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, yeah, I'm a five attitude. And I told her my birthday. She says, oh, wait, wait, you say, no, 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 no. You are a 23 five. No, don't discount that 23 because 23 is that's the winner. So and if it's in your attitude number, you know, that's that's how you look at things. That's how people may get an impression of you or whatever. And 23 is a good vibrating number to have as 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 the vibration for your five. And so she was like, no, don't ever discount out. Don't ever discount that 23. So I'm with you. I look at any attitude number as its whole number and the base. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 23 is a great number to add. Then my son is born on the 23rd of March. 23rd. That's the winner. They win. That's the Royal star. You know, um, so what do you think about someone, what do you think about someone with a 23, five attitude number? How would you I was say that? So it, 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 I think that's a good thing. Cause you, you're going to come, you want to come at life with a real balanced approach. You know, only only the only issue is, you know, you come it comes with a lot of freedom early. So you have to be somebody who follows a good example because going that's going to dictate, you know, your teenage and early like early adolescent years how they go. If you have because you're, you're going to be kind of impressionable, you know, so it's Mercury. So five is, you know, it's, it's the senses. Oh, that feels good. That looks good. I think I have some of that. Oh, I think I have some more. Like your balance. How balanced are you? But it's a great number to have because you got the choice to be what you want to be, what you want to do. You got a great mind. You're quick with it. You know, it's a comedian. <laughs> you know, great with words. <clears throat> and if it's on the way you think it, it's like, just think about it. The attitude number to me is like a first life pace. When you come in here, this is how you see things. This is who you, before you know anything, it's kind of who you are, right? You, you're steady gaining knowledge and skills as you go. So that five to have it early is a good thing. I mean, you came with some balance, some with some knowledge. 
right? And not too much wisdom, but a lot of knowledge. Good with numbers. Great with numbers. Great with business. You know. That, that's funny. You can listen. So now I'm going to tell you um, of something else, and you'll know my whole childhood. So... <laughs> Five is my attitude number, and I agree with you what you said about it. I would have said the same thing. Uh, and the month, of course, which is the first phase of your life, which is that childhood phase, um, it's December, so that's a three. So the first influences in my life are five and three. I had an enormous amount of freedom early. I was rarely ever truly like disciplined or got in trouble for things, like really got in trouble for things. I did what I wanted to do, pretty much. I was born doing what I, whatever I wanted to do. And that five and that three, that's good because it's choice. You have early freedom. You don't have one, anyone standing on your neck. And if you do, you can fight them off. But it also means when you have it early like that, you can uh, pay for the lack of discipline and the lack of structure. Sure. You trying to make your own way could take a while because no one's telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. And with you, with all that two energy, you have to be mindful early. Don't let nobody choke your voice out of you where you, you actually get you got one you know because you got that's early expression this thing like i tell people what if you a kid right and you know the key to the meaning of life you got the all lands but you a kid so you know kids and, and hobos nobody tends to respect you know you stand you a bum on the, on the street corner holding a sign but you got all this profound knowledge does it matter you know so if you're five years old does it matter not really not so much because nobody respects you enough nobody's going to listen to you so you that prodigy child with all the Jupiter and Mercury energy, right? All this freedom, you know, you have to be mindful how they could play out. You know, it could play out so many ways. It depends on your examples that you had around you and the protect the protections that you had around you, how it would help play out as life goes. So yeah, that says a lot. The three and that five up front, like that, then it's, it's, it's all good, though. It's all blessed. It's all about how you handle whatever it is that, you know came about being that sad i already know you was on the go you know freedom was definitely what it is with you so that's dope that's dope yeah. man that's hella dope <laughs> <laughs> my, my life is yeah. very interesting uh yeah. all right so we're gonna wrap up here because it's almost been um a little hour but i want to get you to tell people how to buy your book where's your book anywhere where's your book is it coming out where is it is it already yes, is it already out it is on amazon and you can go to my website www.thesoulcoaching.com and you can get it from there or you can go straight to Amazon just make sure you put in The Soul Coach Count It All if you just put in Count It All you're going to get a whole lot of stuff but put in The Soul Coach Count It All and you're going to get this little beauty right here and hey it's a, like I said it's an easy read I think you're going to really like it make sure you get one for somebody else in your family because another, another reason that I wrote it um, I had to young boys in mind, right? Being a mentor, I had uh, prison systems in mind, stuff like that, things, uh, young males, so they have a, a chance. I, part of the story, I didn't, we had to do another interview one day, man. I didn't even touch on half of my life, but I, I, I got in trouble early, man. I was 17, I went to TDCJ, I went to prison at 17 years old, 18. And it was, it was for a, a white collar crime, right? Forgery, I was arrested by the, the Secret Service and the FBI. Just imagine the Secret Service coming to your high school. <laughs> So, man, it's a lot. We're going to definitely have to interview again. But all that type of information is in this book, man. I've been through so much. I got so much to teach from my experiences throughout life. Um, like I said, my attitude number is 33. That 33 that we talked about, uh, Dennis, I had it early, boss. I know a lot about it. It's been with me forever. So all of that, those lessons are right here. So if you, you, you're interested in, in being a greater you, understanding who you are, and even getting some some octane, some fuel, some self-confidence, this is the book for you. You can get it on www.thesoulcoaching.com and it's on Amazon. Just remember to put in The Soul Coach, count it all. www.soulcoaching.com, is that your website? T-H-E, thesoulcoaching.com. Uh, the Soul Coaching, there we go. We want to get it right. Thesoulcoaching.com. Yes, go there, do that, folks. I'm telling you, you can tell by the hour we spent we 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 we're deep into this personal development link to numerology. The book, you get that book, and we're gonna have you on here again, Mister Couch. We're gonna have you on here yes, again sir. to talk more about your story and the book. And ne next time we'll do your story and the book and astrology this time, because oh man, this time we did your your story, your book, and numerology. Now we're gonna do deeper into your story <laughs> and your book and throw in some astrology. 
I can't wait, man. I'm excited to let the world to, to show my vulnerable side. I've always had a problem doing it. So you get it out of me. I don't know what it is about you with these two, threes, and five, Dennis, but you're doing it, man. You all right. We're going to have to definitely do this again sooner than later. <laughs> yeah, definitely, folks. I'm definitely going to have you back on. But thank you for coming on today and counting the numbers with us and talking about um, your efforts to help all of our young men out there growing up and leading yes, the future. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me. If you'd like to be a guest on Core Confidence Life to share your talents, resources, or life lessons, just go to cclpodcast.com. That's cclpodcast.com and click on Be a Guest. Be a Guest.